MJ, you're getting some new information also from your sources in the White House. Uh, what are you learning? Yeah, a senior administration official confirms to CNN that the U.S. strikes uh, will not strike inside Iran. The strikes that just began, which we expect uh, to take course over multiple stages, will only focus on assets outside of Iran. Uh, now, we had uh, expected that that might be the case. We had gotten some strong indications over the last several days that the U.S. would not uh, end up striking inside Iran because of how escalatory uh, that would be. Uh, but we are, again, getting confirmation that the U.S., the strikes that are to come will not be striking inside of Iran. Uh, you know, U.S. officials, I'm also told, uh, have known for days that tonight would be the night that the strikes would first begin. And just in terms of timing, and I think this is important, I'm also told by this official that there was no coordination as far as the dignified transfer of those three U.S. service members we saw earlier today, that the timing really uh, took place uh, on two separate tracks. And as far as the timing of these first strikes go, uh, there were, of course, a number of considerations that were taken into account, uh, including something uh, like weather. Uh, now, we know that the president is being updated. He is spending time right now in his Wilmington home. Uh, he has known, again, for several days uh, that the strikes would begin tonight, and he is now being updated by his national security team. But again, uh, Abby, the important news here is that the U.S. are confirming that the strikes that are to come that are playing out right now, uh, they will not take place inside of Iran. All right, MJ, thank you for that great reporting. Stand by for us as well. Uh, let's bring in former U.S. Defense Secretary Mark Esper. Uh, Secretary Esper, let's start where uh, MJ just gave us that information. The, the senior uh, U.S. officials in the White House saying Iran will not be on the list of targets. If you are in the Pentagon, as you have been, uh, what is just short of that that would send an adequate message, in your view, to Iran? Sure, look, I don't think anybody was expecting them to, to strike targets within Iran. That's something I would not take off the list because I, I argued that we should be strike targets outside Iran first. And I was pleased to see that in the statement by U.S. Central Command that they said they did attack uh, Quds Force's sites. That Quds Force is a, a special element of the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps. And so I thought that was the most important part of the statement, followed by the fact that they hit 85 targets, which is fairly robust. So, look, what matters now is uh, what is the outcome of the strikes? Uh, we'll have a better battle damage assessment tomorrow morning, uh, their time, uh, once the, you know, the, the night lifts, we can see what happened. And then uh, what will be the responses by uh, Iran and or its um, militia groups? Now, part of that, the battle damage assessment will be, do the targets need to be hit again? Does intelligence pick up that, uh, that uh, militia groups, militia leaders ran uh, and are hiding somewhere else? So, there's a lot more to play out here. But uh, again, I was not surprised that they did not strike targets within Iran. So based on what we've been hearing this hour about these strikes, you, you just talked about the scope of it, 85 targets. But our sources also telling us uh, they potentially have struck supply lines along the Euphrates. Do you have a, a sense of how significant that is uh, for these Iran-backed militias? It's significant in the sense that striking supply depots, supply lines, warehouses, launch sites, things like that will degrade and disrupt the ability of these militia groups to continue out addition to continue uh, additional attacks against U.S. forces for some limited amount of time. That won't necessarily deter them from taking further attacks. I think that depends more on the United States' willingness to continue to threaten Iranian assets, things that Iran values, to include uh, targets within Iran itself. So that's why. Having a better understanding of what was really struck 
uh, this evening by U.S. forces against, again, Iranian targets will be important. So take us inside of the room here uh, to the Pentagon and the White House. The president and the defense secretary clearly deliberating for some days about these decisions. What are they weighing? Yeah, look, it's it's both a science and an art. Uh, what we would typically do, I would do, is tee up a number of options for the president that would uh, speak to the complexity of the attack, uh, the, the estimated damage done, the number of Iranians or militiamen killed, uh, and present you know a very factual basis. And then it would be the kind of the best estimate from uh, DOD and from the uh, State Department and from the intelligence community with regard to how the militia groups and the um, Iranians might react. And from there, the, the president gets to pick the option he wants based on all that I input. And again, I suspect uh, that they decide that they didn't want to strike within Iran. That makes sense to me, but knew they needed to do more than just hit the militia groups. So that's why I think targeting the Quds forces was a smart move. Uh, what we need to know now is to what degree they struck them, how, how many targets, how many Iranians were killed as a result. But that's the discussion that goes on within the room is, what will the impact be? What what will we expect from the Iranians? So it'll be important to see what happens when the sun comes up tomorrow morning in Iraq and Syria. Yeah, and to, to that point, it, it's been clear from the beginning, they don't expect this to be a one and done. They don't expect this to be just today. And even though, as we were discussing with our Oren Lieberman, it could very well be that this phase might be at a pause point. Over the next couple of days... What could those targets look like? Do you expect that there could be uh, officials, uh, personnel targeted, not just supplies? Uh, absolutely. I think all of the above. Again, first things first is we'll, we'll get a better battle damage assessment of how well destroyed the first uh, primary targets were. If they need to be hit again, they likely will be hit again. But then you start looking at secondary targets. And then, of course, your calculus changes based on how the militias or Iran responds. If they want to respond uh, you, you know, one-to-one, -one, if you will, then I think we ratchet up our game and we go to the next level of response. You know, you could go after uh, U.S., I'm sorry, Iranian uh, naval vessels in the Persian Gulf. You could go after oil platforms. But I think, uh, look, this is a very important moment in the president's administration in his three-plus years now in office. It's up there with the Afghan withdrawal. It's up there with the Russian invasion, invasion of Ukraine. How he responds today and in the following days will be important. It will dictate the course of uh, how Iran and the militia groups will deal with the United States over the next several months, up to and through the election. A critical point there. I want to get your take, though. When we talk about escalation and the risk of this becoming a broader conflict, there's the United States' retaliation. Could there be a retaliation against this retaliation? And what could that look like? What could the danger be for U.S. troops and assets in the region? Oh, sure. Look, absolutely. I Iran retaliated when, uh, after the Trump administration, we, uh, we, we took out General Soleimani. Remember, they struck a U.S. air base um, and, and with uh, ballistic missiles. And then they decided they said they had enough. So, look, they could respond against U.S. targets uh, more forcefully in the region. Or they could respond against U.S. targets in some of our partner countries, such as UAE, uh, Saudi Arabia, et cetera. So, you know, one thing that folks aren't talking about that's important is that the Arab states are watching very closely what happens, not just with regard to targets destroyed, but also with regard to how boldly the administration took action and how Iran responds. And so uh, they, they want to get a good assessment of where this administration will stand, but also what, may the, what are the consequences for them? as this plays out over the coming days and weeks.
That's right. Um, a, a major story and a major moment as you laid out for President Biden. Former Defense Secretary Mark Esper, thank you very much.